Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 36. Okay, Lauren, you know the phrase, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy? Yes, my mom had that hanging in the kitchen growing up. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Oh my gosh, I I totally did. Um, (laughs) Okay, well, we're talking about that tonight, like how to keep mama happy. Yeah. Um, It's been on my mind a lot. I wanted to talk about self-care for a while now. And we are going to talk all the things, how we kind of lose our identity as moms, um, how easy it is to kind of get wrapped up all in the kids and how to find a balance and take better care of ourselves. So needed. That's perfect. So needed. And before we do that, we're going to hit some movies. Holiday movies coming out. Yes. um, Because we love this time of the year. I feel like all of the feel good. Well, they save all the good movies for this time of year, I feel like. Don't you think? Well, that and summer. Yeah. Yeah. Summer blockbuster. But yeah, no, they have a great lineup coming up. And of course, every Thanksgiving brings a huge Disney movie. Yes. So tickets go on sale tomorrow for Frozen 2, which was tomorrow will be November 4th, 5th. Yes. Um, When this drops. Yes, when this drops. So (laughs) your Frozen tickets are available. So we'll be hitting that Thanksgiving weekend for sure. Absolutely. Looks really exciting. So, but yeah, they have such a fun lineup. Um, Um, Yeah. And before we get started, I just want to invite you all to subscribe to the podcast. Um, We know we have quite a few new listeners. And so if you like what you hear, please go leave us a review and a rating. It's how we're able to get found by new listeners. Um, And we really appreciate the share. If you could share us with your friends or... um, yeah, just give yeah, us a absolutely. shout out on social or something. Okay, we let's love get started. new listeners. We do. Um, yeah, well, this weekend already as well, when this drops November 8th, we have two movies coming out that kind of caught my eye, Midway being one of them. It has a huge all-star cast and um, Dennis Quaid and Mandy Moore and um, Nick Jonas. Stop. and Yeah, and it, like there's like five, ten of them in the headlines, but um It's kind of about the story of the Midway. It's kind of the new Pearl Harbor story. Or, you know, I feel like there hasn't been that really good, like, romantic action history thriller, like, for a long time. A long time. And we, like, love those. Those, like, totally, like, crying and rooting for the hero. So I'm excited. Midway totally is up that alley, and I think it looks way good. Who's the star? Say it again. Um, Well, there's quite a few of them. But, like, Dennis Quaid is, like, the colonel captain, and Mandy Moore is in a relationship, I forget with who. and love her. Nick, Nick Jonas is a soldier. Like, there's quite a few, and it's... All about the story of the Midway. Okay, great. And then also this weekend um, comes out um, the cute last Christmas movie. We were talking about this with our friends. Yes. Amelia Clark, you know, um, from Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. She's kind of here in this cute, like, funsy, like, cute, like, comedy role almost. And it's that cute Asian guy that's been in all the movies lately. (gasps) I don't know his name. Crazy Rich Asian guy? Yeah, that guy. He's just like the stud in all the movies right now. He's her, you know, her um, love interest and stuff. We are there. So it looks really cute. Yeah. And it's a fun Christmas story. We love like a good like Christmas romance, rom-com. Do you have the date on that? Yeah, this Friday. So it's out for like the holidays, like catch it any time. Oh my gosh. Which I can appreciate. When the good Christmas movies come out the week of Christmas, you never have time for it all. Oh, so annoying. But I have to say, I rolled up to my mother-in-law's neighborhood for Sunday dinner tonight. Oh, and lights are no, up. Oh my gosh. Um, I believe the, it. The 20 foot inflatable snowman totally. across her street. This guy went all out. It is November 
third people. No, it's crazy. Same thing on the way to my in-laws, funny enough. A house with like seven or eight huge tall palm Excuse trees. Excuse me? Lights to the top. <gasps> like must have paid to have this done. Decked the whole yard. I'm and it like, was crazy. I literally just put the skeletons in yeah, the Yeah, my jaw dropped. I was like, how? How? <laughs> and it was like a top-notch, like beautiful job. I was like, this is wow. That's so, commitment. I know, I know. Wow. I can't even believe it, guys. Wow. Um, so yeah, last Christmas here this week. So really get you into the mood. I'm there. Um, and then we also have, well, coming up the next week, the 15th, two movies that caught my eye too is Ford First verse Ferrari, which is Matt Damon and Christian Bale. Mm. And I don't know the storyline, like race car drivers, I'm sure just the competition with the cars and all that, but it kind of looked good. I love those actors. So I'm sure it's going to be good. And then the the new Charlie's Angels is coming out next Uh, week too. Mixed feelings. Mixed. I mean, remember the Charlie's Angels when we were kids? It was Cameron Diaz. Um, Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu, and I loved them. And um, but how old are we that there's like a remake of a remake? I know it, a remake of a remake oh. already. And Elizabeth Banks is Charlie. I know it's a female, so girl power in this of one. Of course, it so is. it should be good. <laughs> and then um, another awesome one is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, with where Tom Hanks yes. plays Mr. Uh, Rogers. Mr. Rogers, yeah. And so I'm again interested to see. I think it's like about more of his story and the show. But he really looks like him. Yeah. He does a really good job of being like the spitting image. Well, so excited! Did to you see. watch the documentary? No, I didn't watch the documentary. I know you loved it. I loved need to. It. I need loved to. It. I know it's yeah. like really good. Stuff. I'm gonna be pissed if they like make him look bad. I know because I love. Is there some kind the... of controversy? Oh with no, him, not kind that of? I know no. of. No, but, but yeah, you know Hollywood, just, right? I mean, right. Who knows? So anyway. and then last but not least, the Christmas movie I'm so excited for is so, Little Women. Yes. Oh my gosh! Again, a remake of a remake, right? <laughs> But I just loved Little Women as a child. And like, we grew up watching that. I come from five girls. I mean, they're four girls. Like, it's so cute. And oh, oh, remember Christian Bale as um, Laurie, right? Isn't that his name? Oh, my gosh. He had that like list. Oh, he was so cute. Winona Ryder, just, oh, Joe and every. So it's got a really good lineup again. And I just think, oh, it looks really good. Is Kira Knightley in this movie? No, no, she's not. Actually, um, it's Emma Watson's Meg. Mm -hmm. And it's that one girl, Chloe. Savant. Yeah, right. She's Joe. I don't know how to say her yes. name. And then the the Lori guy is um that other one that's really popular. Again, Sha. Sh- I know. Oh, I can don't see butcher his, it. I can see his name in my mind, but I we'll don't know how to say up. it. Yeah, we'll look it up. He's been in a few hot movies lately. Oh my too. gosh, so, so exciting! Yeah, some good ones. So, so exciting. Well, thank you for that. Lauren's we'll always be, good with the pop culture. Well, so uh, but we'll have to yeah. Stay up to date with the I movies. love that. Um, okay, perfect. Well, let's dive right in. Like I said, we are going to talk a little bit about self-care tonight. Right. And we even have a seven-day self-care challenge. Yeah, I love this. You. I think yes. it's great. We are going to issue a challenge at the end of this episode, and I'm super excited about it. The goal here is really just to kind of reset before the holidays kick in like crazy. Right. I, know. I mean, I don't know about you, but we're coming off Halloween and I feel disgusting physically. I'm just like candy overload, carb overload, like no sleep. It's just been go, 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 go for like two weeks now, I swear. Yeah. And I was saying to Lauren, like, I feel like it only gets wilder from here on out. So I thought this episode would be great to just kind of Take a minute, reassess as we're getting into all the craziness with the holidays and all, and um, talk about ourselves and mothers. Um, 
You've heard the saying, right? You can't be your best mom until you can be your best self. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, and all of those things, like even when you're looking for a spouse, like looking for someone to date, like people say you can't. Relationships. Yeah. You can't find the one you're supposed to be with until you can find yourself and things like that. Exactly. So kind of the same thing. Um, So I want to start off kind of by talking about how easy it is as mothers to kind of lose our identity. And I kind of laughed at this because um, a couple of the articles I was reading, the girl was saying like, I used to know every word to every song on the radio. Like, Oh my gosh. Right. right? It's so yes. true though. Like I would get in the car. I'm, I'm listening to the, the jams and like, I can sing along. And like, now I know nothing. I go, well, and it's know. not even the songs. It's even like the artists. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, wait, who is this? Like, yeah. when did they show up? Like, this is crazy. Yes. And I have found that in the last year or two more than ever. And I'm like, this is weird. I'm transitioning into that phase. Yes. And I just don't, I'm not up on the times. And so it's literally a, like even the littlest things of like, losing the time to watch TV or oh, yeah. losing the time to do the things that you normally got pleasure out of doing, listening to the radio or going shopping at the mall yes. or like all the little things, those very quickly get pushed aside when you have children. And especially in those early years where, you know, you're either the working mom and you have to, you know, get the child to daycare and then you go work all day and come home and you're doing bedtime and like, it's just the constant juggle or likewise when you're just at home with a newborn trying to figure it out and breastfeeding and all the things right it's so easy to just get lost in that do you know what I mean do you remember those days of course oh Oh my my gosh gosh. but then it's also interesting I feel like there's also even like phases of that too because I feel like when I was in the baby stage like the shows is what I live for now I'm in like a busier like the school age and you would think oh I have more time on my hands but in a weird way I almost feel like I have less like it's like even though they're in school and go 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 it's just a different type of juggle and so right yeah there are even phases of that and as you go along with the different stages oh, of the kids absolutely so I want to share this really cool little list that this mom had on a blog that I was reading ways that moms lose their identity um, just really quick we won't get into these in a lot of detail but number one was that we can really easily lose our identity when our lives start to revolve around our kids I mean, obviously, right? And I think that goes for even your relationship too, when all that you talk about is the kids, you know, or anything like that. You can start to lose the connection you have with your partner or all of it. You know what I mean? Of course. Um, Some things that they kind of talked about here is finding ways to like do things without the kids or nothing related to kids. So you might say, oh, well, I, I'm very involved in their school and PTO and things like that, or I volunteer at their dance um, competition or whatever, but it's still around the kids and the kids' activities. Right. Do you know what I mean? So it was saying, like, find ways to you know, join a yoga class or a girls' night, or um, if you're religious, maybe like a Bible study or, you know, a a scripture study with friends or something like that, you know, solely for you. And I love Uh, that. Well, and when you stop and think like, 
and I think we've said this before, even just a hobby for you. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, I think back to when I was single, I had so many different hobbies. When oh, I had free yeah. time, I was doing all these things. Or even back to my high school days, I was so involved with different things. Yes. And then it just like slowly and progressively you lose and lose. And, lose. Oh, my and so it's like my husband has tons of hobbies. Like if he made a list, he is like four or five, six things that he loves to do and he still does pretty regularly. But when I have like thought about that for myself and I've made a list, there are like, I've lost a lot of my hobbies, if not all of them. Yeah. And it is like so sad and you don't want to lose that like creative, fun, active um, part of you. So it's like, even just going back to like something you used to really love and just reactivating it, get back to it. If it's a dance class or if it's art and maybe take up a new art class Mm -hmm. through the community college, just like really cultivating those like original interests or hobbies is huge. Or if you were like in choir in high school and you love to sing and you have a beautiful voice, like find a community choir or a church choir or like, don't be afraid to like join and put yourself yourself out there. there. Cause that's the hardest thing. Like I even think now, like I like love to dance so much, but I couldn't do it. Like I I won't have it. Like I'm not going to be able to do it, but like just trying it out. Just go for it. I mean, you might kind of feel, you know, stupid at first, or you might not be as good as you remember, but then you can just like go with it. Sometimes I do think about like the movie coming out called second act. And there's like a show too. It's the same type of thing of like, oh my gosh, like it's your second act. Like you can still like do something and do it well and love it and get back into it. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I love that. Um, number two reason why we lose our identity. And I thought this was super interesting is because we quit caring about how we look. And I was like, right. That is interesting. Now listen to what they're saying. It's easy for a mother to lose their identity because they stop caring about how they look. And what she's saying here is that before she had her children, she used to take pleasure and take the time. She liked getting ready. It wasn't rushed. It wasn't crazy. And this is, we have talked about this a lot. Like I cannot stand the like manic, crazy, I'm rushed. I'm doing my, like trying to get ready with people pulling on me and all of it. My dream for a Friday night before going out with my husband is just having an hour by myself. Oh my gosh. Right. Nobody talking to me. And that's what she's saying is like, we used, maybe if you're one of these women, a lot of women used to take pleasure in getting ready, putting the makeup on, taking care of your skin, doing the hair, picking out accessories, you know, all the little things that, that really made you feel attractive and made you feel like I can remember even, and maybe in college you'd see this, but like, I, I loved fashion. I always did in high school and everything. And I loved like unique fashion. I loved going and finding like different pieces and everything. And I feel like now, oh my gosh, I laugh at that thought because I feel like I'm full on in like survival, throw ever, throw what I've got in my closet on my body and I'm out the door. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I thought that was super interesting. You're lucky you have a really good natural eye for fashion. So even when you throw something together, you still look really good. And sometimes it doesn't come as naturally to people and like trying to have to orchestrate your wardrobe. But you're right. I mean, getting ready, I think 
makes anyone feel good. And like we even said, like even if it's taking the time to just do your makeup instead of just running out the door right. or or for me, blow drying my hair and really make, carving out an hour and a half of my week to like blow dry my hair. Right. But I do, I feel better when I do it and you do feel good. And it's easy to put that on the back burner when it you is. want an extra 30 minutes of sleep or I wanted to go to the gym and all the things. You just have to like prioritize and it just gets crazy. Oh my gosh, it so is, but it is so true. And I've shared this so many times on the podcast, but back when I was going to counseling as a late teenager, my counselor told me, try to put your makeup on every day. Try yeah. to get ready. That right. was her point. Like, don't don't let it become a habit of just not being your best self. Right. And, you know, like every time you pass a mirror to see your best self and like feel good about yourself, essentially. So I was and, like, wow, that's well, interesting. And you feel like you, with like motherhood, you feel a lot, a lot of times you hear the phrase like, um, she let herself go oh. or she let it go. Like, let it go. <laughs> Right. But like kind of some women that just like kind of give up on it. Like I don't have time for me. Like right. I don't have time to do the gym or the do the diet or p- meal plan or do the makeup and do the hair and the hair appointments. So they kind of just give up a little bit on that. And so it's kind of just a good refreshing reminder to be like, no, don't give up. Like give yourself the time you deserve. And right. if that, maybe you're not a makeup girl, maybe you're an all natural girl, and then go get your nails done. Wonderful. Go get your hair highlighted, you know, go to the gym and break a sweat and feel better. You know what I mean? Like whatever that is, like find that and like keep at it because I think it just like keeps us feeling good and fresh. And then therefore that translates in the home and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And we understand like there are so many hours in the day. I 100% get that. But it really is when we're talking about self-care, it really has to be a shift in your mindset of making you a priority. Right. Because it's so easy as mom to like put everybody ahead of ourselves. We just naturally do that. We're, we put the husband, the the kids, like everybody becomes more important oh, than course. us. Oh, yeah. And so it really is, not that you need to neglect them, but it really is a thing of saying like, hey, let's not forget about me. Yeah. Because right. I can only give so much. And when my tank is not full, there's nothing to give anybody right. else. You totally. know what I mean? So I, I really loved that. Um, so another reason that they said is, a mom, it's very easy for a mom to lose their identity when your identity revolved around your job. Um, and I kind oh, of went yeah. through this struggle, yeah, right. if you yeah. remember. When I quit working, I got a lot of satisfaction and my identity came from my job, from people telling me, you're doing great, you're doing a good job. Like I need those words of affirmation. Right, right. I live for that and I love that. And I found myself at home like, not getting any of that. And so for me, I really quickly had to go find something to fill that void. Yes. And so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And it doesn't mean you have to go out and find another job, but maybe, yeah, get involved in something at your children's school or something where you're able to get some feedback. Right. Kind of feel, yeah, feel accomplished in that way. And it's, and it's funny because like, I would probably come from the other end where I felt like a lot of my identity, even just going into like those early to mid twenties, I knew that it was like going to be being a mom. Like that was what I associated with like, and not that one way is right or wrong, but like I almost was like, 
when we got married, it was like, okay, I'm going to work X amount more and just like almost like just means two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I want to, I want to have a family. I want to have a baby. I want to have kids. Like da da da. And so I like identified so much on the other end, and which is which is just funny and different. But like, I mean, everyone's different. no, absolutely. So another one is that a lot of us are we lose our identity because we've lost freedom that we once had. Oh, that's huge. Huge. Can we just say amen to that? Being able to go where we want, when we want. Oh, when we want. See what we want. Do what we want. Uh, Eat what we want. (laughs) Such a small thing. All the things. Like it's bizarre when you give birth to that baby how that forever changes. Oh my gosh. Even just like the idea of like, okay, I'd rather drive through to get my Diet Coke right. than walk into, you know, the gas station to get a Diet Coke. Oh my gosh. Anything that like simplifies because it's like you just, everything in your life changes and shifts. Like you just unloading five kids, oh. unloading two kids, going somewhere, grocery shopping, all the things, everything. All of the things. The nails and juggling, trying to well, yeah, you can covered. no longer, like even going to Target is like an ordeal. It's an ordeal. Like everything's an ordeal. Yeah. It's almost, and I don't know about you, but like, I feel like when I wake up in the morning, I have a, a rough plan of how my day has to go because- yeah. And how you, yeah. Yeah. Because it it's go. not like this carefree, like, oh, I'll get to it when I get to it type thing. It's oh, like, no, I, I have to get there between the hours of nine and 11 because we have to eat lunch and then Luke has to get down for his nap. Oh, and like, do you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh man, the days of just like sleeping in until nine. Or even and- just like the, <laughs> and like the hair appointments, like, oh, I need to get my hair oh. colored. Like, are you going to do a, a, a kid swap with the neighbor? And so someone could watch him for three hours. Who's available in the mornings oh to gosh. babysit a baby or two or three kids? And it's like the juggle. Like nothing is ever, nothing is as simple no, as it ever was. It's like not. not, oh, I'm going to go to my hair appointment at 9 a.m. No, I have to like cover my kids. Like right. who's going to watch them? Who's going to take them? I can't bring them with me. And then heaven forbid when you get in those desperate measures and you have to bring a baby or a oh. kid somewhere like that and it's miserable and you're like, I'm so sorry. It's and they're terrible. crazy and they're crying and the phone dies and they're not watching their show. <laughs> it's just like, ah, all the things. All the things. It's so true. Okay. And the last one, you guys, why we lose our identity is because we just don't get enough sleep. Oh, amen to that. And it says prioritizing sleep is a must. When a mom and a baby are sleep deprived and overtired, moods become erratic. And I just want to say amen to that. Well, and it's not even a baby. Even when my nine-year-old's overtired, he's just like, you know... it's so true. He's just, you know, it's not even manageable. It's oh my gosh. crazy. It's, and I and I would agree. When I'm overly tired, I'm much more irritable yes. and much more, you know, I can be a little more Oh, well, yeah. Difficult. Well, and it does say the number one thing that decreases stress right. is rest. Is rest. And 100%. it is such a saying in my house. You'll hear my kids say it. I And I use that term a lot. You just need to rest. We need some rest. My kids will always say yeah. like when they have an owie, oh, I just need to rest. It's oh, <laughs> so <cute>. true. <laughs> and so when I read that, I was like, yes, And we've talked about it. it a million times though. As you have children and more children, you like crave for those nights or just quiet and your time and the me time. So there is just this fine balance of like, okay, it's 7.30, they're finally all in bed. 
I just want to veg out and chill for a minute and have my time. And that is like important. That fills my tank. Like I've yes. said that so many times, like those three to four to five hours or whatever, however late I stay up before bed is like crucial for me. Yeah. But then I also pay the price in the morning that I'm tired. And so there is like finding the balance or like giving yourself one or two nights a week where you can stay up and do the things and fold the laundry and make the phone calls and right. watch the shows. But then also trying to get the rest because you don't want to pay for it. And just, it just is a cycle of like, oh, then I'm exhausted it's and the day sucks and cycle. then it's hard. And then I get him to bed and I just want to be alone again. <laughs> I know. So. so I was talking to Lauren a little bit about this um, the other day. And I said, it's really interesting because I feel like when you talk about self-care, you really need to know who you are as a person. Well, know how to take care of yourself. Well, like that, that, but like, like before you can even do that, you need to know what kind of person you are. Like yes. I know I'm not a very go with the flow, come as it may. Like I'm not one of those live in the moment type moms Yes, or person point blank. Like my whole life I have needed structure. I have needed like to know what's ahead of me. Like I'm one of those people. I don't know what you call that. One episode, we will take personality tests and we'll go deep into that. Right. That's not this episode. But I know me as a person, I get very stressed out when there's chaos and disorder, right? I would almost characterize you as you are very take it as it comes, go with the flow. Like, would you say the same? Yeah. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah. I kind of roll with the punches and totally, you know, if an opportunity comes up and it, it sounds doable and fun, like we do it. You're there. Yeah. 100%. I would say that. Yeah. I would say it's so for example, when we were early out, when we had babies who were young, we would just pick up and go to Disneyland. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Lauren and I would get in our car with our Three, three, four babies, Tristan, four. Yeah, twins, Tristan, I had and three and you had one. We would get in the car and just head to California. Okay, this is Lauren to a T. Like, let's, <laughs> let's do it. Let's get the stroller. Let's do it. I'm not kidding. Like, for me and my controlling ways, like, I think there was a little bit of like, oh, but like, yeah, those are some of the best months of your life. Oh, 100% <laughs> it was. But I'm just saying, like, it that is you, like, in your like in your comfort zone. Yeah, that's my, not me. I guess, right. Yeah, I, I would agree. And let's be honest, there there were more than one times at the parks where I lost my crap. <laughs> oh, but, uh, sure, but I sure I did too. No, you did it. Oh, sure I did. No, there were moments, I can still think of one specifically and exactly where I was when I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Like, why do I do this to myself? And they were super little. But like, no, I, no, I... To, I know. No, I'm it's, just trying to say, I feel like knowing yourself and knowing your limits. And knowing your limits. I yeah. hit a point with our Disneyland trips. The reason why I bring this up is for a long time, I kept doing it with you and yeah. the, the kids got bigger and we got more kids and it got yeah. busier and I was working more yeah. and like life got more complicated and more complicated. I can remember one trip within a year ago, I don't remember when it was, when I went with all three of my kids, I'm working and I had this breaking point, literal sure. meltdown yeah. at Disneyland of, I just can't do this. Like, right. I'm, I'm going to have a panic attack. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to do here, but my personality. Or what you're trying to prove maybe. Right. Even. Like, what, it, what, why? Well, why? I think I just went into it very naively, like, oh, I can roll with it. But like, 
Luke was like six weeks old or something stupid, six months old, I think. And my other two were like five and three and it was just too much. And I can remember having my, my phone broke. It was just yes, like all the things crazy, that day. Yeah, it And was one I had a breaking point of like, no, I can't do this. Like my personality style, I just can't roll with the punches like that. Like I needed to go home like decompress and oh, regroup. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I tell that story to say this. After that trip, I remember coming home and seriously having a come to Jesus meeting with my husband yeah. and being like, I don't know what, I have to change some things. Right. Cut like, some things out. Yes. Like know my balance, know I, my limits. I hit my limit. Yeah. I, we need to change some things. Right. And so with that, a few things happen. I I figured out I needed to ask for help. Like, yep. and, and, and that came in the form of me hiring help with my kids uh, so I could work and all of the things. Right. That came in me saying no to some things. Right. Let's be honest. I didn't feel committed to go to every single play date. Yes. To be at every single event. I learned how to kind of say no to some things. Right. Yeah. And so, and a number of other things. My point is, know yourself and like what your comfort zone is yes, and then try to implement that. Because I feel like when I get in survival mode like that, how I was at that Disneyland yes. trip, life just gets bonkers. Yeah. And, and it, and it festers in every part well, of my and life. And I say, and I, how I, the, like a phrase I've been using a lot the last like year or two is like, this just isn't fun anymore. Right. Like it's, it gets to a point where it like, it takes the sucks, the fun out of everything yes. because everything is like consuming, all consuming. And it's funny because it's like, I will admit, like, I feel like <laughs> Since I've started this podcast, I know. No, but like in the last six months of my life, bringing on the podcast into my on my plate, additionally to my part time working, right? Additionally to like crazy kids' schedules and our church schedule, and you know, traveling, all these things. Like I have felt a little crazy myself, and and it's interesting because. Sarah's really good at like, what's the word? Compartmentalizing. There it is. She She's tells really, me this no, all the is. time. She's really good at like stressing at work with work. Done. Then she's with the kids. I'm I'm with the kids. I'm a robot. People. The kids are stressing me out, or the kids are good, or they're bad, or whatever. And then we're done. And then my husband comes home. And I'm good to talk about. It. She's like good at like focusing on like the the matter at hand. Where I like. I get stressed and when you're like, a hot mess, you're a hot mess. Yeah, everything gets like stirred into it. Like, I can't, I gotta go to football. Oh my gosh, your homework's not done. George, don't even talk to me. Dinner's not on the plate. I gotta go get groceries. I gotta make a phone call for work. Ah. Oh and so gosh. it just stirs into this like crazy storm. And it's like, I just need to be better at myself too. Like, yes. being able to like, and I do, I just need to know my limits too. Yes. Like, there's a lot right now. And I don't, but that's a hard part. I don't want to like cut anything out, yeah. but I have to figure out what is, what's yeah. the, the, what's the breaking point? What's the give and take where, yes. and, yeah. and everything. I'm so grateful for the podcast. Like I love it. And I like, love my work and I love my family life and I love my, you know, fun stuff and church. So it's just hard to like it know is. where to cut it out I know. right now for me specifically, just talking bluntly in my life right this moment. I know that I have to consider some things because like this last week, and we'll go on it later with the witches party, yes. with Halloween, with like a million other things. It was a little crazy for me yeah. in my brain. Yeah. It was a little crazy. 100%. Um, and so I think it's genius. I, I've been reading a lot about 
about that. Just like understanding who you are and figuring out what works best for you. Because it was funny um, when I was reading one mom's story, she was talking about how in her head, she really wanted to be this like free spirit, you know, not hippie parent, but like attachment parent where she theoretically had the kids sleeping with her in her bed and like no bedtimes and like all of that. And how she came to find out like that really was not who she was. And she really needed the structure. She needed the schedule. She needed the bedtime and all of that. And I can honestly say, I feel like that was kind of me early, early on. Truth be told, I did not read one parenting book I did not have any plan at all until three months in having my first daughter. And I can remember just feeling beat down, exhausted. I had no idea what I was doing. And I just like set out to be like reading everything I could on parenting, everything I could on sleep. She wasn't sleeping. I was tired and exhausted. And I just remember finally getting that structure and the schedule down for her and that being life-changing. But I think that's like every first-time parent too. I mean, some people, or maybe like if you wait to have kids, you're like really super prepared or something. But I can't even remember times where I thought I was like super ready going into it. And I struggled with the sleeping thing. I struggled with the, I don't know, lots of different things. And I think just like you kind of like, it's trial and error the first go. And then round two, you're like so much more better prepared. You know what works and doesn't or what you're ready to go in like, you know, guns a blazing with like, you know, uh, sleep training right off the bat and this and that and no, and put them awake while they're still, put them to bed while they're still awake and no nursing to sleep and all the the things things. you learn the first time. Yes. But yeah, it's true. I know. It's so true. You kind of find your, your groove. And some people do love that no structure, no, not being tied to a schedule, sleep when you sleep, you know, all of that. Oh my gosh. I would, Oh, to, to be that person, I would just love, but I'm just so not that. And like, I thrive on the structure. I thrive on the order. And it was a very freeing day when that, when that came, came about. I know. Good, good sleep. Yes. Okay. Well, let's switch gears. So now that we've kind of talked about how easy it is to lose our identity as mom and kind of get to this place where We didn't really see it happening, but somehow we've become all about the kids and we're not doing our hair anymore. I know. We're just like literally I was telling my husband, I feel like I have so many cute clothes in my closet, but I never wear them because 80% of them need to be ironed and I'm too lazy to iron them. I'm not kidding. So I end up wearing the joggers and the three t-shirts that I love like most of the time, you know? What about a steamer? No. Dead serious. I, I, I have a steamer. I just... I don't yeah. like it as much. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It's like, it's not as, you know what good. I mean? Anyway, yeah. I mean, this is coming from a girl who used to iron her sheets when I was single. Yes, I did. Wait, what? Yeah. I never saw you doing that. I sure did when I lived single, not with you, but when I was in my, my condo. Oh yeah. I would were, like were iron my sheets. going to get in those sheets? No, but my grandmother taught me properly. <laughs> she taught me to iron my sheets. I would iron my t-shirts oh, when we lived gosh. together. Yeah. I sure did. Yeah, I feel like I saw that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm a freaking mess now. I don't iron. I don't, I don't know the last time I've ironed. It's been years. I'm not kidding. It's okay. That's something that can be put on the back burner. I know. It's true. It's true. That's okay. Oh, okay. 
okay, well, let's talk about self-care and things we can do. Lauren's laughing. She's a freaking weirdo. She's like, who am I doing this with? I know. Stop um, it. Okay, let's talk about self-care because we're going to talk about our seven-day self-care challenge yes, in just a minute. Our challenge. Okay, number one way from parents.com that we can start taking better care of ourselves is get your body moving. Get out of the house. Endorphins. Is that what you mean? Well, they are saying make you happy. Yes, they are saying get outdoors, take a yoga class, sign up for a 5K, get a personal trainer, buy a Pilates DVD, which made me laugh because yep. do you remember we oh, used to do that yes. early on? Oh my gosh, totally. Oh my well, gosh. Well, when you had a baby in the bouncer, you were like, okay, I'll put on my DVD. Yes. And you know what, ladies? There's nothing wrong with still doing that. No. You got to do it. You got to do what you got to do. Do and, it. And um, Sarah, do you know what that was? From my quote, endorphins make you happy. No. Legally blonde. Oh. Don't you remember when she's endorphins? No. You're killing me with all these old movie uh, references. Oh my gosh. Lately. I know. Well, you know they're coming out with another one of those. <laughs> yes. Crazy. I know that. All Super right. exciting. Okay. Please. So get your body moving, ladies. Get the endorphins pumping. St- not a hundred percent like that no matter what it makes you feel better yeah like it's a natural high that you just feel better the sweat makes you feel good you know you're doing something good for and yourself not even so much from an exercise perspective but just change of scenery perspective. fresh air get to the mall get somewhere just to walk around and like change yeah. it up from your normal day to day and especially even if you're like a newer mom put the baby in the stroller and go somewhere hundred percent i mean just it, it makes you feel better hundred percent number two Feed your body well. Oh my gosh. Wah, 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 wah. Man, says, I'm failing at this miserably. <laughs> I am too. It says good food fuels your body. So make sure you eat and drink high quality ingredients. I will say, okay, I can attest to this. I when I went on, I did I tried to go on a little diet like what two months ago and I yeah. cut soda for what three weeks? Yeah. I went no soda, drank a lot of water, and I felt so good. Oh, I went carb free. That's what it was. No carbs, no soda. And I'm not lying. My body was just like, Thank you. Thank yeah. you for not oh putting my gosh. all these chemicals in me. Right, right. But here I am doing it again. And I know. I love my Diet Coke. And it's just something to like, especially going the holidays. Yes. Enjoy it, but don't go crazy town. Right. Like if you're at a party, like have a cookie. Don't mm-hmm. have four of them. Right. I mean, even all of us, because I know literally this time of year, I get like anxious because I just know I'm going into like, like yeah. eat, eating right. crazy, you know, feasting all the time. Yeah. And I literally get anxious at the idea of like, oh my gosh, it's all these good foods. I don't want to gain five pounds. I don't want to just blow it all, blah, 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 blah. Yes. And so it's just like try to get ahead of it and just like you can pace yourself. You can enjoy little bits along the way. You don't have to pick out every day, all day. hundred percent. And we really do though. I've really tried to change my thinking about food as like literal fuel for my body. I really yeah. have tried, and you can attest to this. I have yeah, been meal planning. Yes, you have done so good. I have been trying so hard to like feed my body better and purely not on a weight thing, purely on like feeling better thing. Feeling better. Like just having better energy and not feeling so beat down all the time. And a couple ways, like really easy ways that you might could do this that I love what they said here is go vegetarian once a week. And I really liked that. What does that mean? Like so one like, day? Yeah. Like once a week, just eat salads and like healthy grains, granola, yogurt. Like, Interesting. Like pick one day and 
and get your greens in, you know, instead of going carb, like don't, you know, I just loved that. Pick a good day to just go crazy on the veggies, do good salads or whatever. And yeah, sure. Put some protein in there. Um, but I, I loved that. Go vegetarian for a day. In my head, that means like eating salad. Yeah. Yes. Vegetarian. I feel like meat's so like good for you. Oh, so that's always like, I, I, I I could never be a vegetarian. No, no, hundred percent. But to me, like I need to eat a salad once a week. I do not eat enough greens for sure. Um, another way they said is try to, um, cook from scratch more often. Oh, totally. And then, Take a few minutes each week to put things in your fridge that would be quick and healthy snacks. Prepped. So like, yeah, so like a, a little cheese and nut mixture or like just make some healthy snacks, p- put them in your fridge so you can just grab as you go. 100% like my challenge, and it's not going to be this week because I'll be traveling, but 100% my challenge would be to just not eat out for one whole week. Right. Not one meal, not one thing. Do not eat out. Like that would be like huge. And how pathetic is that? But no drive through, no quick pizza, nothing, nothing. We're going to do that. I this have month, to. We will do it. Yes. I'll do it with you. All right. Okay. There's strength in numbers. Number three, get connected. And it was saying, we know you're busy, but just try and squeeze out time for friends and family. And this might be weekly date nights, which we do often. Yep. We think it is so Crucial. important to try and get a date night in, whether it's at the house or actually getting out. Yep. Um, try and like carve some time out with your husband. But other ways that you can get connected with people is, you know, even if you do have the kids in tow, planning like little play dates or meetups oh, at yeah. the park. You know right. what I mean? Um, it doesn't always have to be like, I got to get a sitter and go to a, a, a date with, you know, a girlfriend or whatever. Take the kids along. We did that so much in the early days. Yeah, we did. Oh my gosh. Totally. And it was the best. Um, number four for self-care is put your health care on the calendar. Bless you. Excuse me. Thanks. You bet. Um, and I loved this because as moms, we are also religious about taking care of our kids, getting the annual checkups, getting the immunizations, getting the dental checkups, all the things. And I don't know about you, but like I let my own go by the wayside. Oh, totally. Like, when's the last time I had my whatever, my ladies check? And yeah, all of that. right. Like, and like even just getting a flu shot or something for yourself. Yes. Like, or the just the little things. So like, I'm, I'm telling all of you moms right now as we're going into the cold and flu season make it your goal by the end of this week I'm going to do this to put my annual exam women's exam on the calendar I'm due I need to have it done and just have a checkup done to run labs you know make sure you're healthy the thyroid's in check all those things because we all know this after we've had the babies and the hormones and everything, things just sometimes get out of whack. Yep. They do. So make sure you're putting your health care at the top of your priority list. Okay. I did have a physical like four For or five what? months ago. Just to have it? Yeah. Remember I got my blood checked? Oh, yes. And you stuff. did. Yeah. Yes. I yes. did. I did. But I haven't been to my OB in a while. Yes. I know. Whatever. Yes. I love that. Um, another one that they talk about on every self-help article that you will read is making sleep a priority. And we already talked about this, but I just will reiterate it. It says people who consistently sleep less than six hours um, a night experienced an increased appetite and increased weight gain, 
an increased risk of depression, increased cardiovascular disease, and increased type 2 diabetes, all from not getting enough sleep is a common factor. Can you believe that? Um, yeah, I, I mean, believe, I, can, I can believe obviously. it. Yeah. Um, well, you know what's funny? I This is off, off the cuff here, but um, I feel like a lot of people use like sleep supplements to right. sleep. Yeah. I, I feel like... I like as of recently, I feel like I just like everyone I know, and I actually don't need anything to sleep. I oh, just I like know. go to bed. You are you to go and to my sleep. husband. You are so I just blessed. go to sleep. Yeah, but like, is there something out there that gives you like better sleep, like a more deep sleep, like a better sleep? Like, there's even the, like the oh, sleepy teas or yeah. the bedtime teas, melatonin. I so for have, me, I have a really hard time. I'm like a naturally very anxious person, and I just have a hard time winding down. Right, like. Even if I am exhausted, like haven't I've been up for twenty hours, it still takes me at least ninety minutes to like come down. You know what I yeah, mean? No. And right. so I do take melatonin occasionally. There are some nights like I do just go to sleep after watching TV for a while. But I'll take melatonin occasionally. And for me it helps get me to sleep. I wouldn't say it makes you sleep deeper, but it helps you like get mm-hmm. to sleep. Yeah. Um I personally don't do very well on like the unisoms or anything like that. I yeah. kind of wake up kind of foggy. Um, but yeah, if anybody has any good Yeah, I would tips. be interested. Any good like, yeah. Because I don't use, I don't use anything. I've like never used anything. Yeah. I remember, uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. But I feel like a lot of people use it. And not that that's a good thing. I mean, a lot of people obviously probably have a hard time sleeping yeah. or whatever. But I just have always slept pretty well. And i just curious. Yeah, I mean, what's I good for like sleeping? Well, and what's another, not good maybe? Another thing that my husband and I were talking about recently is hanging out in the bedroom. So a lot of people, well, Jeremy specifically, he was like, I can't be in here just hanging out. He doesn't sleep well if like we go in the bedroom at like eight o'clock and watch TV in the bedroom. He he Interesting. like, yeah, he needs to like hang out in one space and then when he's tired, come to the bedroom oh, and go to bed. Interesting. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's so funny. And then when I was reading a couple of these articles, one of the like doctors that they're quoting, they talk about that, how you need to have a separate space for like sleep, that the, that your bed specifically should be for the three S's, sleep, sickness, and sex. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Not for hanging out, not for watching TV, not for like being on the computer, on your phone. Oh my gosh, I love that. Right? The three S's. The three S's. I love it. And I was like, wow. Oh, that's so interesting. It's like a mental game. It's like a mental game. Like you don't want to be too stimulated when you're going to bed. And I'm horrible at that. I'm the one watching TV. Oh, totally watching the TV. Being on my phone. Watching a show before bed. Yeah. Yes. But it's so funny that my husband actually said that to me last week. Like, I don't know how you do this. Like, cause I love to just lay out, lay in my bed. And oh, to, like, me too. Comfy. I like me and me and my husband do like to just like kind of, Oh yeah. Hang out. And, and, and Jeremy swears cuddle. when he does that, he sleeps horribly. Interesting. He's, yeah, he's like, I just can't do that. I don't know how you do that. Well, so. I, I mean, I remember I'll like forever remember an Oprah episode where she talked about bedrooms and how it should be like your sanctuary. And so, and like how you should take time to decorate it nicely and take care of it, keep it clean. Yeah. Even though it's like your bedroom and um 
And I've always thought that since I've gotten married, that it's like your place. And a lot of people are like, don't have a TV in your bedroom. Like a lot of people say I that. I've, oh, we've always had a be- TV in our bedroom. But like, um, but it is important, I think, to keep thinking of it as like, yeah, like your safe haven. And maybe, yeah, not the place where you're like working on projects or cutting up right. things. Don't make it your be a computer, space. Putting on your computer and sit, laptop and sitting in bed and stuff. So yeah, to kind of separate that. So you're yeah. like... Sleep, think sickness, of it. and sex. I, yeah, that's, that's what great. the bedroom is for. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Well, let's tell you about the seven-day self-care challenge. Yes. Here it this. is. Okay. We are going to be posting this on Instagram. So if you don't, follow us on Instagram. Go follow us at the Mom Voice Podcast. Share this with your friends. Recruit your friends, your sisters, whoever you can do this with. Do it with them. And I think it will, hopefully it will reset it. Lauren and I are going to do it. And it's all very doable things, okay? Um, For Monday, I switched them around a little bit, Lauren. Okay. All right. Okay. For Monday, what we're going to do is um, treat yourself. You're going to get ice cream. You're going to get a favorite soda, do your nails, pedicure, something like that. Do something on a Monday to treat yourself, okay? On Tuesday, you're going to do a tech detox to find your creativity. So it says on Tuesday, put your phone away, put your computer away. Try to create a journal or read, actually read something, color or do some sort of craft or something creative, Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Make jewelry. I'm into jewelry making right now. Yeah. <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, let's do it. On Wednesday, you are going to pamper yourself. You're going to listen to your favorite music, take a bath or a nice shower, do a DIY face mask. It doesn't have to be DIY, but do something to pamper yourself. Okay. Skincare, something like that. And we can share ideas online. Um, Thursday, um, nighttime routine and catch up on your sleep. So it says some ideas is to take like, find time to meditate. Um, and that might be in forms of prayer or journaling or just like quiet time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, this says sip on a golden milk latte, or it could even be like a sleepy time tea or something soothing for you. Right. And I loved this. Wash your face (laughs) and read in bed. So, you know, I love a fresh face. Yes. Um, I think you should be doing that every night, but specifically on Thursday, make sure you wash your face. Then Friday night is time to get social. Okay. Plan a night out with a friend or your husband. Um, Call your family. Call your mom someday Friday or your dad. Um, Try a new restaurant or even swing through a new place. Get a a cookie, whatever. Um, Get social. Plan something social for Friday. Okay? Or with your husband too? Yeah, or with your husband. That's what I said. Date night. Okay. Yeah, with a girlfriend, with a sister, or with the husband. Okay? Um, Saturday is move your body day. Mm-hmm. What do we do, Lauren? We're going to try a workout class. Get outside, hike, go for a hike, go, go to yoga, 
go yoga, go even for a bike ride, just oh, something easy. Or just a walk. Yeah, walk well, the of course, baby. a walk, yes. I love that. The weather's perfect out. Yes. Well, at least here it is, but yes. And then Sunday, we are going to wrap up the seven-day self-care challenge with eating well and nourishing your body. So this is going to set the tone for your week. Meal prep, um, think about what you're going to eat for the coming week, prep healthy snacks, and then late that evening, it says to sip on some hot water with lemon. Hot water. And think about how changed you are. Yes. How rejuvenated how you are. How rejuvenated <laughs> your week was. So we are going to be posting this. I found this and I thought this was so fun and I hope you guys will do it with us. It was all very doable. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Okay. Let's do it. Let's take care of ourselves, ladies. All right. Hope you guys found some thoughts that resonated with you here. Um, the overall message being, you know, it's easy to get lost in the day to day. It's easy to not really care that much about ourselves and put everybody ahead of ourselves. But let's find the time to take care of ourselves and we will all be better mothers and wives and friends and sisters so okay let's wrap up with our hits and misses what yeah well we we have like a joint hit today um we wanted to just really quick recap our witches party from last week um it was a blast we had a total great time it was we had a great turnout we appreciate everyone that came or reached out or tried to make it we just had such a success yes we got lots of like fun sponsorships from sweet tooth fairy and soda rush here in arizona sensi yep. the wickless wonder woman.com she gave I know. us lots we, of free goodies woven pear captain, yes. silly, captain pants. silly pants oh my gosh we had just such like fun swag. all of our favorite brands that we yes. like we'll have to to do another post about just to like share all the little things 100%. and we do want to kind of go over like just kind of what we did and some of the DIY stuff and just how if you want to host your own witches party or yeah. things that worked well for us yeah because we did like we ended up doing like we mentioned a few little craft stations and those were super fun we had some fun good food um we had practically perfect catering come they're local here and they were delicious and so we just had a yeah. really good time we it definitely was need fun... to share the recipes for we did a homemade mask right and then we did a homemade pillow spray yeah like a soothing pillow spray and then we made bracelets um i don't yes. know if we can really share how to do the i bracelets, know it's but... just kind of the yeah, but we can definitely details, share the recipes. But like, and show or, the things, yeah. And just, yeah, if you wanted to throw your own, and we'll show some of our decor. I mean, everyone obviously would probably kind of take their own spin on it, but we just had a blast. It was such a good time, and we just appreciate everyone that showed up and supported so us, and not only just came and had fun, and our friends, meeting new friends, everything. It was awesome. Okay, yeah, that's our that's our definite hit of the week. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, what was your miss for the week? My miss is just like I said, like um, I mentioned, I just like totally dropped the ball on cooking all week, Ugh. even meal prepping, even grocery shopping. <laughs> it was kind of survival mode for me all week, I felt like. Totally. You know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday was party prep, like almost all. And then we like flew right into like 
school stuff and family festivities. Wednesday night, Thursday was Halloween. Friday, if it was just kind of one thing after the next, and yeah. we we got takeout and pizza way too much, and I just and the candy, I just feel oh terrible. Gosh. I know. Like I'm like, no, Lauren, this week you have to do better. You I need know. to like cook a good, healthy dinner every night for your children because, man, the amount of junk we've all consumed this oh week, I just I hate it. I'm we need so a mad. Detox. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Okay, well, my mess is kind of in the same boat. I feel like it's coming off Halloween too. I have just been super lax with bedtime for two reasons. My husband has been out of town all week long, and I feel like I get very lazy. Like, I just don't want to do it all by myself. Yeah. So I kind of put it off. And then my point in saying this is I feel like it becomes a perpetual cycle of overtiredness. Yeah. So one night I'll get them to bed 30 minutes late and then they're like a little cranky the next day. And then the next day it's 45 minutes and then they're extra cranky. Like, Oh, I know. And so I, I really need to be better, um, this week at sticking to the bedtime because I know my kids thrive when they get enough sleep Yeah, and all hell breaks loose for my children. Well, not all hell, but they just get cranky and irritable and emotional and all the things when literally, if they just don't get the extra hour that they need. I know, it is crazy it's how it's like an hour or two, like really and, makes or breaks it. And I always think, oh, they're going to bed at 8.30. Sweet, they're going to sleep in an extra hour. Yeah, right. Right. Never happens. Right. So I just need to quit thinking that. I mean, right. I know they're waking up at 6.30 regardless. So I know. I either need to get them down at their bedtime or I'm going to be paying for it. So... Um, so that's mine. It's just been like with all the Halloween crazy, I was super lax with the bedtime. We are going to be on it this week. Yep. Good for, for you. Sure. I know. Okay. Well, that was episode 36. Again, we are so grateful you're here. And again, I'm always kind of hesitant to talk about any sort of, you know, parenting advice or telling people how to parent. But I do think what our goal here is to just share fun ideas and we can all be better moms when we just remind each other of the little things, right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Share any thoughts you might have with us on social media. We'd love to hear your thoughts, inputs, some ways that you might take extra care of yourself when things get a little crazy. Share Um, with us. And we will, yeah, we'll share them. And if you ever have a question for us, I wanted to say this also. Send us a letter on mom-voice.com. It will most likely be featured on the podcast. Yeah, we would love to talk about it. We'd love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. All right. Well, that's what we've got for you tonight. We will be back next Monday with a new episode. All right. We'll talk to you later.